Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And welcome back to America's Most Listened to Pet Talk. Today, this weekend, TV's Mark Marone joining us. I love his show, The Pet Talk. Yes, it's, uh, he has a couple of shows, and we'll actually be talking about Magrack. He has the winner of the most outrageous bird video contest. Of course, we've been talking about that the last few weeks with uh, Dom DeLuise. Uh, Dom, of course, talking about his birds. He thinks, in fact, Dom was one of the judges to this contest. Yes, he was. I know he had a lot of fun. He loves birds. And one of the winners, the bird has a vocabulary of over 400 words. And uh, to tell you the truth... That's really more than any of us. <laughs> Around here have, yeah, yes. at least. Odie the Talking Dog is back. He'll be joining us. By the way, if you think your pet talks, doesn't have to be a bird. Could be a dog. Could be a cat. Whatever. A lizard. Call us. 1-866-405-8405. We have big time prizes for you. Also, we're talking to a doctor who's done a survey of dogs, rescue dogs from 9-11 to see what their health issues might be. Uh, related to the rescue, the hero work that they did on September 11th. Uh, also talking to a blind guy whose guard dog helped him out of the towers on 9-11. Wow. That's all coming up today. Uh, I believe he's online, too. Hi, Mark. Greetings. Greetings, our friend Mark Marone joining us on Animal Radio. No stranger to Animal Radio. And, of course, uh, we've been talking, uh, most part, much of uh, the last year about the video contest, the bird, crazy bird video contest. Outrageous bird. The outrageous bird video contest uh, that Magrack and, of course, you and your show. Uh, the Pet Shop with Mark Marone. It's kind of funny because usually we talk to the ringmaster of this whole thing first. We've talked to uh, everybody. You're actually going to be the last person we talk to about this. We want to find out who are the winners, and we're actually going to call one of them up in just a few minutes here. I, I believe uh, Debbie. With Tonga. With Tonga. We'll be speaking yeah, to Tonga them. the African Grey. Owned by Debbie Calstein. What was her situation? Why did she win? And she, Why did I guess she win? She was a, the bird talks really well when you, when you wanted to. <laughs> it's, it's a people's. She was she was the People's Choice Award, right? Uh-huh. So people got to vote on that. Is it correct? Yeah, that was the viewer. The, the viewers that went onto the website at magrack.com/slash/bird. Uh, okay, you know they got to see the videos that were entered, and everybody got such a kick out of the African Grey talking. You know, I mean, we all know parrots talk, but when you see it, you know, it, it just tickles you. You know, and, and some people just get a kick out of that. And obviously, the people have spoken. Well, now this this particular bird has a vocabulary of four hundred plus words. Yeah, I can only say one hundred and fifty words myself. So I mean, this bird is very talented. What uh, what is the average? Would you say for a, a bird of this type, the vocabulary size? Well, I mean, again, a bird can be taught, you know, or a bird or a dog, or I mean, animals can be taught to do most anything that's in their physical uh, capabilities of doing so. I mean, you can't teach a killer whale to walk, okay, <laughs> but you can teach it to do all sorts of things. And I mean, if you had nothing else to do but teach a bird how to talk, you could teach it to do amazing things. Now, can I teach my cat to talk? Well, no, because cats can't mimic. Okay. All right, but a cat can jump. You can't teach an African gray parrot to jump. So, I mean, uh, any animal can be taught to do anything that's natural to it. You know, parrots mimic, so if a bird is a particularly good mimic, and you capitalize on that and see, you know, what the, why the bird is mimicking, what the reward is, you just keep capitalizing on that particular thing. You know, with killer whales, it happens to be sardines. You know, with this particular bird, it happens to be attention. Uh-huh. Now, what about the winner? Uh, who uh, was Magrack's most outrageous bird video contest winner? 
Well, the win- well, they were both winners, but the winner from the celebrities was an Indian ringneck parakeet. Okay, and what, what, what was uh, this parakeet's name and, and His name attribute? was AJ, and okay. he's owned by David Coda. And, and, you know, ringneck parakeets are very acrobatic. They have a long tail, they have a, a short body, and a very big, strong beak, and, and they can do amazing tricks. You know, they're native to India, and, and, you know, people in India have been training them to do tricks since the beginning of time, actually. You know, they've always, you know, any, any bazaar in India will be some old man with a couple of Indian ringneck parakeets, and they'll be doing, you know, putting nickels and cups and doing all sorts of tricks and telling fortunes and, and you know anything like that because they're built for that kind of, of physical type of activity so AJ you know does all these types of things playing dead rolls over he flips on his head he climbs a ladder to dunk a basketball you know he even plays golf okay <laughs> but these are things that are within the capability of that bird ringneck parakeets can mimic but they can't mimic as well as the African gray parakeet can so you know, again you have to capitalize on what individual talents that particular animal has. We have such a hard time getting our kids to reach their full potential. How do people do it with birds? <laughs> well, the reason that with children, we try and reason with them. <laughs> and that doesn't work. With, with animals, we give them a, a, a definite cause and effect. If you do this, you get that. So therefore, the animal does it. The rewards for human beings are much less tangible than the rewards for animals. Ah, okay. <laughs> I mean, you can tell a child, okay, well, if you work really hard, when you grow up, you'll get a good job and be able to have everything you want, but that's too intangible a reward. Right. Uh, Mark, there's a very convoluted story. I don't know if you know anything about it. The winner of this, well, the guardian of this year's uh, contest actually had another bird. Is this correct? That was, he was Well, yeah. Again, like you said, it's a very convoluted story. It involves Johnny Carson and, and you know Ed McMahon and all sorts of stuff. However, I, I did not hear the story directly okay, from AJ's owner. So I hesitate to say because I'm probably going to make a mistake. It really, the story really should come from David Coda, AJ's owner. What is it that you heard? Well, from what I understand, uh, uh, Axel Rose, now, they were going to go on the Tonight Show, okay? Before AJ, all right, he had another bird named Axel, okay, uh-huh. which was named in the honor of Axel Rose. Of Guns and Roses. Rose, okay. A long time ago, okay? And he was supposed, this bird was supposed to be on the Tonight Show. Johnny Carson used to have, you know, uh, interesting animals sure. that entertain people. Uh-huh. Uh, the, night, the night before he was supposed to be on, the poor bird got suffocated uh-huh. in an accident, okay? So, of course, he couldn't go on Johnny Carson the next uh-huh. day. Okay, so the next day, Johnny Carson, you know, he probably announced the night before, saying, oh, we're going to have this performing bird here. Right. And the next day, there was no performing bird because it was dead. Oh, no. So to soften the blow, you know, he had an on-air memorial service for Axel. Okay, they had black armbands. Uh, Ed McMahon had a black armband. Johnny Carson wow. had a black armband. You know, and Doc Severson played taps. And then uh, he also procured another Indian ringneck parakeet, okay, that he gave to Mr. Coda. And Mr. <laughs> and Mr. Coda named that one... <laughs> AJ. And this okay. is the AJ. So, uh, and, and actually, he gave Mr. Coda an opportunity to come back on the show with, his, with the new bird once he learned that, and, and AJ did that, you know, and, and two years later when he finally learned all the tricks and his owner was confident enough that he wouldn't disappoint him on the air. But again, that's, that's what I know, but I know it anecdotally. Wow. I haven't talked to AJ's owner itself, himself. 
when I, AJ was on Johnny Carson. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I do. I, I did see him when he was on Johnny Carson in uh -huh. 1992. What's next for you, Mark? What's next? What's next? Well, we did a, I, I think we're going to do a cat video because cats can be trained to do amazing things once you find out what the reward is. And I think that's what we'll do is the most amazing cat one because, you know, you see dogs all the time, right. but you never see other animals, you know, so I think we're going to do cats and then rabbits next. Oh, wow, I can oh, already think of a couple of uh, candidates for that. That's very <laughs> exciting. Of course, we can uh, keep on top of that by checking out the website or the MagRack website. Is that correct? Yeah, the MagRack website. We're on it all the time. Which is, uh, of course, MagRack.com. Links to everything you've heard on today's show at AnimalRadio.com. Mark Marone joining us. Thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome, everyone. On line four, we have the Guardian of Tongo, the People's Choice Award winner for the Most Outrageous Bird Contest. We're actually looking at a little bit of video that I'll, I'll post online here. It's a, it's a cute little bird, <laughs> and it's it's saying, here's a big poo, and it's taking a poo. Oh, it's a big guy. Here's a big poo. Doesn't really lend itself to radio, <laughs> but that's okay, because I'm going to send you on over to AnimalRadio.com, where you can see that clip. And we're going to talk to... Debbie. Debbie? Uh-huh. Line two. Hi, Debbie. Hello. How are you doing? Oh, pretty good. Thank you. You are uh, the guardian for Tongo, <laughs> Talking Tongo, who has won the uh, MagRag Video Award for, uh, I guess, pretty much speaking, yes? Yes, where he would say he owns us. He owns you, and he probably does. I understand he has a pretty big vocabulary of about 300 words or Actually, so. 400. Actually, count after 400. Wow. 400. That's amazing. Now, do you think he understands these words? Oh, yes. Okay. He makes his own sentences from things that he's already heard. Uh -huh. He doesn't necessarily repeat them the way we talk. Uh -huh. Okay. Well, well like, like what? Give me an example. Some of his... Today, um, he was doing a recording session uh -huh. for us, and he said... Everybody clean up now. I would normally tell who I wanted to clean up, to clean uh -huh. up whether it be my, my husband or my son, but mm -hmm. he used the word everybody. He told everybody, everybody to clean up now. Yes, he said everybody clean up now. And I understand that he also uh, tells the dog what to do? Oh, he always yells at the dog. <laughs> always. Does the dog listen to him? Yes. Yes, one of them does, and one of them is terrified. Well, you shot a video for Magrack, and you, you submitted it to them. It's Now, the video is like uh, something that you probably put together yourself uh, with him saying a bunch of different things. Uh, he only talks on command, is that correct? I mean, we couldn't get him on the phone now, could we? Uh, actually, he talks when he wants to. On his terms. Oh, yes, and he directs the conversation to what he wants to talk about. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. You mean he can, he'll change the conversation? Yes, he will. <laughs> He's very bossy. What if you don't want to talk? Oh, he yells at us. Oh, he'll 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 scold you for not listening, yes, he, huh? Oh yeah, oh yes. He'll he'll tell us off. Are there other birds in the house? Yes, we have Billy, who's a Timna Gray, and Skippy, who's a cockatoo. Oh, do they talk to each other? Yes, Billy and uh, Tongo have conversations, mm. and they both reprimand Skippy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, they get, yeah, they really gang up on her. Uh -huh. And the dog, uh, Rexy, is that correct? Yes, that's one of our dogs, Rexy. She tells uh, Rexy to go fetch the paper, huh? Yes. 
Um, if we let Rexy out one door, she tells he tells Rexy to fetch the paper, <laughs> and if we let him out another door, he tells him to go to, go tray, which is telling them to go to the bathroom. Okay. Well, we we have a couple of clips here. Hold on one second. We're going to play play a couple of clips. Uh, this is a Tongo, talking Tongo. Correct. Who's very very polite. <laughs> Very polite. And also, apparently, uh, is sort of a singer. That was uh, Talking Tongo, an African Grey who uh, picked up uh, the first place award, uh, grand prize award, $1,000, by the way. Now, does does he tell you where that $1,000 is going to be spent? Oh, yes. He wants pine nuts. Uh-huh. And he wants toys <laughs> and apple. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He'll tell us. <laughs> now, does he know uh, what kind of attention he's getting across the country? I mean, I understand that you can just type uh, type his name into YouTube and there's a dozen videos or so, yes? Forty. Forty videos. Yes. Wow. Yes, he's got about 200 subscribers now. Wow. Does he have his own website? Uh, he's got, right now, he's got his own YouTube website. He does. Okay, he's, it's a, I've seen those. Uh, so it's a part of YouTube. I'll tell you what. Uh, should we do this off the air? Do this off the air? Can we get some a uh, uh, little bit of footage that we can use at AnimalRadio.com? We just added a brand new video portion of our site. It's not It's not the magnitude of YouTube. There's like four or five videos up there. <laughs> but uh, there, He'd be in the company of some, uh, oh, some celebrities and uh, uh, some not-so-celebrities. Sure. Do I upload via MP4? Well, we'll talk after after when we get off the uh, get off the air. I'll put you on with the geeky little intern guy who does all our web stuff. <laughs> Poor okay. Guy. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand that upload download stuff. That's just that just confuses me. If I, it's the same way as YouTube, it would be an upload through an MP4. Okay. Hold on one second. We're going to uh, and we'll also get a picture. We'll post it up there. Congratulations. And uh, I'd say say hello to Tongo. And he, he's is he even there? He's downstairs right now eating. He is eating. Yes, he probably eating. doesn't want to be disturbed when he's eating, huh? No, no. He would get angry at me. Okay, well, tell him all of us at uh, Animal Radio say congratulations to him, okay? I sure will. There you go. Hold on one second, will you? Okay. Don't go anywhere. There you go. Uh, another amazing talking animal. If you have a talking animal, whether it be a bird, uh, a dog, or a cat, yes. we want to hear from you. one 405 8405 Animal Radio is brought to you by Spay Day USA. Do it for love. Spay or neuter your pet for Spay Day USA on February 27th. It's good for you, your pet, and your community. Visit www.spaydayusa.org to find out more. Animal Radio is also brought to you by PetStyle. PetStyle.com is America's first lifestyle broadband network. Dedicated to dog and cat lovers from premium video content to fun videos you can post, PetStyle is designed with your lifestyle in mind. Log on and tune in today to PetStyle.com. Hi, I'm Doris Day for the Humane Society of the United States. As the founder of Spay Day USA in 1995, I'm proud that Americans have spayed or neutered more than one million dogs and cats as part of our volunteer program. Won't you join us for our annual Spay Day USA on the last Tuesday of February? Visit SpayDayUSA.com to find the Spay Day USA event nearest you. Please call. 
Oh, uh, looks like you caught me peeking in your bathroom closet. Hi, I'm Be Humane, star of Be Humane Go Shopping. Perhaps you've heard of me. You've got a lot of stuff that was tested on animals. Shampoo, cleaner, mascara. Did you know that some of these companies still test their products on animals? Throw this stuff out. You see, you have a choice when buying your household and cosmetic products. You can make a difference for animals by only buying cruelty-free products. What? How do you know these products are cruelty-free? Request a free compassionate shopping guide from AAVS. To know which companies are cruelty-free, just call 1-800-SAY-AAVS or visit www.aavs.org and look for my movie, Be Humane, Go Shopping. Don't forget, 1-800-SAY-AAVS or visit www.aavs.org. Scoop Free is the first litter box you can leave alone for weeks at a time with no scooping, cleaning, or refilling. Scoop Free is a revolution in automatic litter boxes. Its disposable throwaway trays are filled with fresh step crystal litter that provide unbeatable odor control and are so convenient. After about 30 days per cat, just replace a disposable litter tray and that's it. Just load it, leave it, and love it. Available at select pet stores and at ScoopFree.com. I'm Margaret Jenkins, and I breed and train dogs for people who are sight impaired. Our owners rely on our dogs, and I rely on Biospot. These dogs, they help guide their owners through everyday life, so they don't have time to scratch because of fleas and ticks. In the 20 years I've been doing this, I have tried a lot of products, and I've found that Biospot is as effective as what I used to get at my vet, but it's available at my local pet store, and it's guaranteed to work. Biospot is simple, providing many breeds of dogs and cats with relief without constant applications. Biospot is really effective. One application keeps pets free of fleas and ticks and even mosquitoes for up to four weeks. And it kills flea eggs and larvae for up to four months. Biospot is also a great value. It's about a third the cost of leading veterinarian brands. And it's guaranteed to work with all sizes and breeds of dogs and cats or your money back. These dogs have to be at their best. So I rely on the best. Biospot. Go to biospot.com today. It's the choice of professionals. Well, you've heard us talking about Get Serious, the pet stain odor and pheromone extractor for several months now, and how easily it removes carpet stains left from cat vomit. Now I want to talk to you about a problem dog owners face. It's called remarking. If your dog remarks, you might have thought about banishing him from the house, or worse, taking him to the shelter. You use other cleaners, but your dog keeps going back to the same spot. Don't blame your pet because you used a product that didn't get the job done. End the problem with Get Serious. The pheromones, there's something you can't smell. They draw them back to the same spot. Get Serious is the only product that totally extracts the pheromones so your pets won't be attracted back to Remark. Get Serious is recommended by rescue groups and veterinarians. And Get Serious keeps pets in homes and out of shelters. You can find Get Serious at PetSmart and in fine pet stores all over. Visit their website at GetSeriousProducts.com. Again, that's GetSeriousProducts.com. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. Don't forget, you could get two two bucks off. Uh, get serious through the month of January. It's ending soon, so head on over to PetSmart for that. Animal Radio is brought to you by BioSpot Premium Flea and Tick. I know 
that dog was saying, Biospot Premium Flea and Tick Control Products for Dogs and Cats. Biospot is a great value at home. Wherever it's one-third the cost. Leading veterinarian brands, Biospot, available at your local pet store. Visit Biospot.com. A very talented dog right there singing the five (laughs) stair steps. Everybody thinks their dog can sing or talk. Listen to this one. This is, you know, we get get this kind of audio all the time here at Animal Radio, but this is the one that I always thought really sounded pretty close to what I think they're trying to say. You want your mama? I want your mama? You want your mama? What do you think of that? It's, you can hear him. He's saying he wants his mama. Yeah, okay. Why it's 866-405-8405. Hi, who's this? Hey, this is Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Hi, how Jessica. you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you? Very well. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara listening on KTMS. That's the one. Did your microphone just break? You're already breaking your microphone. Something We're having microphones in the studio and everything. Uh-oh. So do, do you have a talking animal? I do. I have a talking cat. Her name is Bella. What does she say? She says, believe it or not, she actually is such a fan of the show that she says animal radio. No. <laughs> she does. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. You're, what, are you trying to get some prizes here or something like that? Hey, I'll take them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is she there? Can we hear Can we hear uh, Bella? Bella? I'll try her. Let's get her. Bella? Okay. Turn the music down. Radio. <laughs> Did you hear that? I heard that. I heard it. I think you're squeezing your cat or something. Do, 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 I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what. Just for the... Just for the animal radio, which I heard very distinctly. Yes, I did, too. We'll load you down with a big old prize package, okay? Thank you so much. Thanks for checking in, Santa Barbara. Thank you. one 405 If your dog or cat can say animal radio... <laughs> Uh, I'm easy, I'll tell you that right now, okay? Perhaps your reptile speaks. one 405 Now, coming up next, Odie, the talking dog. You see the theme we got going today? Also coming up, we'll be looking back at the health issues involved with some of the rescue dogs from 9-11. Yeah, so many humans had problems. Let's find out what's going on with the dog. You may be surprised by the results. Also, if you're one of those people that uh, has a cat, you want to let him out, but you know that outdoor cats don't live as long. You're thinking about a cattery. We have a solution for you. That's all coming up right here on Animal Radio. Hi, this is Creston. Of course, you know me as the amazing Creston. And you're listening to me on Animal Radio. Don't forget to spay and neuter those loved ones which we bonded with our pets. This is such a cool party. Did you see the cake? I did. Shaped like a doggy bone. So cute. How old is the birthday boy in people years? 28. Oh, time flies. I remember when he tinkled on his first fire hydrant. He'll always be my little puppy. There's a place for you and your party animal. PetStyle.com PetStyle is America's first lifestyle broadband network dedicated to dog and cat lovers like you. At PetStyle, we understand your unique relationship with your pet, so we offer a thousand ways to make it better. PetStyle.com is a video-based online network that's always there for you with original programming, fun amateur videos, training and travel tips, health and wellness, and more. PetStyle is information and entertainment designed with your lifestyle in mind. It's the place to be for you and your party animal. PetStyle.com. Log on and tune in today. 
Now, any cat can be happy and safe outdoors. Perfect Fence is the first complete freestanding backyard fence enclosure for cats. Now, your cats can enjoy all the benefits of the great outdoors without you worrying about their safety. Perfect Fence is affordable, easy to install, and best of all, virtually invisible. Find out why thousands of cat owners described Perfect Fence as life-changing. Visit PerfectFence.com. That's per, P-U-R-R, fact, Fence.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by Perfect Fence, the first freestanding Houdini-proof outdoor cat enclosure. Now your cats can enjoy all the benefits of the great outdoors without you worrying about their safety. Visit PerfectFence.com. That's per, P-U-R-R, FectFence.com. It's been a lot of craziness today. I tell you, there's a lot. There's been talking dogs, talking cats, talking... Singing birds. Uh, rice, rice. I mean, actually, there's rice on the table from the the uh, the help, the cleaning help last night. Left rice on the table. Rice. Yeah, and it's talking. It's the rice was singing to me. Hi, is this Erica? Oh boy. Hi, Erica. This yes. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay. Who are we going to be talking to? Let me give me the number. She she oh she has to call back because apparently apparently the dog has its own phone line. Okay, we're calling her back. And who is this we're calling? Erica? And, and the dog's name is what? Odie. Odie. Odie and Erica. And what city are they, they in? Pittsburgh. Put some headphones on and act like a real DJ. Hi. Uh, there we go. Are you there? Hello. Hi. You picked up so fast. Who is this? Oh, this is Erica. Hi, Erica. And you have Odie, the, uh, the dog that sings or talks or what does it do? Yeah, he says, I love you. He says, I love you? Yes. Now, how did you figure out he says, I love you? Uh, well, we had him for about a month. We got him out of a local magazine that's called The Penny Saver here in Pittsburgh, where people list, like, um, unwanted things. Oh! <laughs> yeah, and we, um, we had him for about a month, and one of my friends was sitting there talking to him and saying, Oh, Odie, you're such a good boy. I love you. And Odie said, I love you back. No. Now, did you believe that, uh, that Odie said it back? Or did you think maybe your friend had stretched it a little bit? Oh, no, I was there. I heard it. And then we never let the dog shut up since. <laughs> yeah, that's all he does now. So, no, you, you got the dog from the penny saver. So is it the per- the people who uh, prior to you that taught him to say I love you? I don't really know because they didn't mention it whenever we got him. And, um, like, I didn't go with my mom when she went to pick him up, but they did mention something about him howling along whenever you sing happy birthday. Ooh. But I, I would think if he said, I love you, they would have said something. They probably would have kept him, too. Yeah. Okay, so is he around there? Yeah, can you hold on one second? Yeah. Okay, we're going to track down Odie right now and see... Okay, I just had to turn up the volume. Okay. All right, do you want to hear him? Yeah, we're yes. going to turn our mics down so we can hear him, okay? Okay, yeah, it's very loud. <laughs> All right, Odie. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I love you. 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 Why? Now, you're not 
You're not doing anything to hurt him, are you? Oh, no, no. I was just holding him. He gets so excited, though, because then he knows he gets a T-R-E-A-T. Oh. Every time he says it. Or else he'll start, like, barking, and it won't even sound like I love you anymore. <laughs> yep. Well, he sounds very talented. He sounds like, actually, we've had a few people on today that say that their animals say things that, uh, frankly, they don't sound anything like it. But i got to say that Odie actually does sound like he's saying, I love you. Are, are you working on any other, uh, other wor- words and yes. phrases? I tried what's up for a while. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I was going, what's up? And he was kind of, like, he'll just say, I love you. So what was that like being on Letterman? Was that fun? Um... Uh, pretty nerve-wracking, but they they rushed us around a lot, so I, I didn't really have time to think about it before we got on stage. And um, Odie did well. I mean, you only have to ask him once to say I love you. Because you bribe him with a treat. I'm sorry? <laughs> uh, what kind of, what's his favorite treat? Oh, uh, anything. I mean, I could give him a piece of bread. <laughs> he would do it for a piece of bread, huh? Yeah. I could <laughs> hardly hear you guys. Okay, that's okay. We can hardly hear us, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, we have a new system here at the, uh, the old Animal Radio Network. They, you know, things were working just fine, and they said, let's, let's upgrade. I said, why fix something that doesn't sound broken? Yeah. But I sound really hollow to me. Yeah, I can't. It's really hard to hear you. And then I tell them that I sound hollow, and they say, Hal, you are hollow. <laughs> so it, well, you have a very, very talented... I'm getting more hollow. You notice I'm getting more hollow there? Yes, you are. You, you have a very, very talented animal there. And uh, if, if, if the animal says any other words we should hear about, let us know, okay? Okay. Please keep us posted. We appreciate okay. your time. Take care of you. Thank you. you. Give, a, give Odie a big old hug for us. I will. Okay, Thank there you go. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, there Erica? you go. If you want to send us pictures Erica? or sounds of your animal talking... Saying, singing, or doing anything that we want to feature right here on Animal Radio Network, you can email us at yourvoice at animalradio.com. Head out, or you can get uh, any information about any of the guests you hear today, by the way, at animalradio.com. That should be no big secret, animalradio.com. Everybody knows about animalradio.com. You don't know about AnimalRadio.com? I know about Animal Radio, and we are on top of it. Odie just performed yesterday on Oprah Winfrey and today on our show. So that tells you how close we are to getting the big guests. Just like a Oprah. step away from Oprah. Next week we're going to have them before she has them. I want to book Oprah's dog is what I want to book. She has several dogs. I bet she does. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is Fred Willard on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your animals. I've had it done to me. It's not that rough. <laughs> Welcome to Voice of the Animal. Far to the north in a land that sleeps long months under blankets of snow and ice, the residents spend their evenings watching shimmering curtains of silken color light up the night sky. For thousands of generations, the inhabitants of the Arctic wilderness have enjoyed a timeless rhythm a rhythm undisturbed by the wheels and machines of modern life. The residents here are many and varied. There is polar bear. On the coastal plain of this ice land, the bears make their dens and have their cubs. Polar bear taught the people how to make their igloo homes. The reason the birthing dens of polar bear are similar in shape and form to the igloos of the people. Strongest and fiercest of all Arctic creatures, polar bear has but one enemy, humankind. There is Arctic Fox. The art of camouflage is the essence of Fox. Her fur changes to reflect the season, white in the ice and snow of winter, gray to red to brown in the short months of the midnight sun. There is Grizzly Bear, the most desired guardian spirit by shamans of the north. It is Bear, not the shaman, who selects who is worthy of his protection and guidance. 
there is caribou. Her name is French-Canadian for reindeer. Tens of thousands of years have witnessed her ancestors' migrations to the coastal plain to have their young. Thousands and thousands of caribou in a timeless dance of shared legacy. There is Wolf. Strong and loyal to his family and pack, he mates for life, the very soul of the wilderness. There is Musk Oxen. Shaggy relic of an age of ice long past, almost extinct at the turn of the century. She was reintroduced to her native home not long ago. Once again, this woolly-horned creature enjoys the habitat in which she was born to dwell. There is Whale. The Inuit consider the bowhead whale of these northern waters Great Spirit's most magnificent creation. The largest mammal in the world has but one enemy, humankind. There are people. For a thousand generations, the native people have lived their traditional ways in this Arctic coastal plain. These are the residents who inhabit this land year-round. But others do not. When the land awakens into spring and summer, over 180 different species of birds will return to the Arctic to nest in the wetlands. They will travel from six continents and every single one of the lower 48 states, many having spent the winter with you in your backyard. You know them. Robin, Rufus Hummingbird, Black-capped Chickadee, Meadowlark, Red-winged Blackbird, Dark-eyed Junco, Sage Phoebe, Golden Eagle. This land, home to so many, is the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge, the most fragile and sensitive ecosystem in the world, and the only refuge that contains all of the Arctic ecodynamics as they have been for all those thousands of generations of human and animal alike. Ages ago, another animal lived here as well, the dinosaur. Long extinct now, 65 million years, Yet his absence still demands our attention, for it is his presence, in the form of his fossilized remains turned to oil, that fuels the desire to dramatically alter the life and livelihood of all who live in this land of ice and snow and curtains of light. A finite amount of dinosaurs remains, enough for only 10 months of the desired fuel, that threatens a finite amount of animals who have lived for tens and thousands of years in this their last and only refuge. The word refuge comes from the Latin to flee. It means shelter and protection from danger or trouble. It is not just a word from the dictionary, but our word to keep. Visit us on the World Wide Web at voiceoftheanimal.org. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. Dr. Otto? Yes. Dr. Cynthia Otto joining us, a veterinarian at the University of Pennsylvania. Where in uh, Pennsylvania is that? It's in Philadelphia. I just uh, I just saw this article and I wanted to share with our listeners. Uh, you've done a little bit of research on the guide dogs, excuse me, not the guide dogs, the rescue dogs that were involved in uh, September 11th. You followed along kind of to see what their health would be like in following years because Unlike the other rescuers, they didn't have masks and they didn't have, I guess some of them had booties, but they didn't really have the protection from the elements there at Ground Zero, is that correct? That's correct, yes. Well, what have you found out, Doctor? 
Um, well, it's actually been really interesting, and, and I have to acknowledge that the AKC Canine Health Foundation has been a huge supporter. This has been a, a major project, and we're now in our sixth year of following these dogs. Um, and what we found is initially it looked like the dogs that had deployed, and we were looking at the dogs that went to the World Trade Center, the Pentagon, and also worked at, at Staten Island at the landfill. Mm-hmm. Um, and those dogs initially had a protein in their blood that was elevated. That protein suggests that maybe their immune response was stimulated. Now, that was only in the first year, and that actually resolved in the subsequent years. And we've been following their general health. We've had x-rays and blood work on these dogs annually. Um, They've given us reports. And we really haven't found any differences between the deployed dogs and another group of search and rescue dogs that are very similar but didn't respond to 9-11. It's interesting because there were so many problems that the humans suffered. Oh, exactly. Why wasn't it affecting the animals? Well, we're not exactly sure. There's a couple of reasons that it might not um, have affected the animals in the same way. Probably the biggest reason is that the majority of problems that the people are reporting are asthma-like problems, Uh what they call reactive airway disease. Now, dogs are different than people in that regard because it's very, very uncommon for a dog to develop asthma. So there may be something that protects them because they're dogs that they just are resistant to this problem that might be associated with the work there. Now, is it true that longer noses may serve as filters well, uh, for it, rescue dogs? It, I mean, it certainly is. A, it makes sense. They definitely have longer noses than most people I know. <laughs> um, so I, I think that, that there may be a chance that they filter things out. It's, it's probably a smaller factor than their, their whole immune system and their, their susceptibility to asthma. So uh, I guess you would not at this point advocate any more gear for the rescue dogs to be wearing when they go out? At this point, no. We don't really have a rationale, but that doesn't mean that it's all over, which is why we're continuing to study these dogs. You can't actually develop a good respirator because one, they have to smell, but more importantly, dogs don't sweat. And if you block their ability to pant and breathe rapidly like you would in a respirator, um, you might actually end up with more problems like heat exhaustion. Mm, Sure. Okay. Well, this is all uh, very enlightening information. I would have thought the opposite, but uh, let us know if anything changes through your research in the next few years. Dr. Cynthia Otto joining us, uh, telling us that pretty much the dogs that uh, were at 911 uh, serving as rescue dogs uh, are really not at higher probability right now for unusual diseases or cancers uh, as opposed to your average dog. That's good news. That is very, very good news. Yeah, we're actually happy about that. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Talk with your animals. Brought to you by Get Serious. Stain, odor, and pheromone extractor. Remarking is the number one reason pets end up in shelters. Get Serious eliminates that problem. Available at PetSmart and online at GetSeriousProducts.com. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. Hi, Al. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. How are you? Very good. Calling the uh, top cat at Perfect Fence, Al Benner. Uh, Where are we calling you today? Uh, In the uh, Philadelphia area. The Philadelphia area. Okay, very good. Uh, I wanted to mention this once again. We talked about this a little earlier. If you have an outdoor cat... 
Uh, chances are it'll live from six to eight years old. But if it's an indoor cat, chances are that it could live up to 18, 20 years. It's, that's the difference between an indoor and outdoor cat. But we know that our cats love to go outside so much. They see the leaves, they see the birds, they see the bugs. And, and the sun. And you know what? There's no reason that you should deprive them of that. And there's now a solution, and that's why I got Al on the phone. And he's put together Perfect Fence, per, 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 P-U-R-R, Fence. And uh, tell us a little bit about what, what is the fence exactly, Al? Well, actually, our material uh, was born out of a system we sold for years as a deer barrier to keep uh, properties and gardens safe from the marauding deer across the country uh, and their voracious appetites. And what it is, it's a uh, black... Um, plastic grid material, uh, very strong. We've actually seen deer bounce off this through the years. We've been in business with that product for 15 years. And about over the past five years, uh, selling that as a deer barrier, we've had, um, you know, cat owners, uh, you know, picking up on the product on their own and, and, and using it to keep their cats safe outside. And so we decided we had something here. And, sure. uh, we had about a 95 to 98%, um, escape proof rating just with the deer deer fence as it by itself wow uh but about th- two years i guess about three years ago now we added the um the arch canopy top it's like an arch at the top looks almost like a candy cane shape it comes inward is that correct that's correct okay. uh the material itself is very flexible so most of the cats never get past a couple feet off the ground because it flexes but for those houdini uh cats to get near the top this safely turns them back down towards the ground and we experimented at feral shelters um uh three four years ago where we did all our testing and now we have uh well over ten thousand cats safely protected with our system but we know that feral cats can climb to anything to get us to escape to to escape now what about getting in are are animals able to get into this well it's 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 infrequent that something will come over from the outside but occasionally a stray or possibly a raccoon those are really the only animals we've ever seen come over we we sell a lot of this product into coyote country in fact i have two younger cats that are actually outdoors more or less full-time. They have a house underneath our porch that we built for them because my wife's allergic, and we adopted them, and they've been out uh, almost a year and a half now in a a very heavy uh, coyote-populated area in northeastern PA, and uh, no sign of entry. We have, I mean, many hundreds of customers now, uh, probably actually thousands that are in coyote country, and we've had not a single report of coyotes uh, getting inside the fence. So uh, we always recommend a pet door. Uh, so the cats can come back in should there be uh, any kind of issue outside. Sure. But and, and also out at night, we, we do suggest bringing um, your cat in. But we have many cats outdoors unsupervised uh, during the day hours all day long, uh, loving it. So, Do I need to put this up where there's a pre-existing fence or something like that? That's the beauty of perfect fence. You do not need an existing fence at all. Um, in fact, we don't recommend trying to adapt an existing fence because we feel that the juncture between any type of netting or, or thing or top that you would put on it is very susceptible to to escape uh, from a cat that really wants to get out. And we do know that some of these materials out there that, that are, you're adapting an existing fence are a very thin, flimsy mesh netting. And over a couple of years, we hear from our uh, customers that, that stuff starts to break down. Sure. Our, our mm-hmm. fabric is designed to at least at last at least 15 years, and it 
it's standalone. And even if you have an existing fence, what we suggest is putting it about six inches right in front of the existing fence. And because it's so invisible, you really won't even see our product. And well, that's, that's what I wanted been. to mention is that I, I'm looking at a picture of it, and it looks so th- thin. It looks, it looks, uh, you can barely even see that it's there. Exactly. It's it's incredibly strong. Like I said, deer have been seen, known to bounce off this product. Uh, however, because it's black um, and it's about a two-inch uh, mesh aperture, when you step about 15 to 20 feet away from this, you really don't see it at all. And particularly if you have uh, a tree line or greenery or landscape or even an existing fence around the perimeter, the, the product just disappears. It's, it's an amazing uh, material. We call it virtually invisible. Here's what I'm thinking. If you want to give your cat the gift of being... Uh, able to go outside without fearing all the harmful things that are outside, letting them live to a nice ripe old age, but getting their, being able to get their yayas off because you know they want to go out, they want to play with the uh, the leaves, they want to chase bugs, and they, they need that fresh air. We wouldn't want to be inside uh, all your time, office yeah. all day long, would you? There's a lot more information at the website. What is that? It's a P U R R F E C T fence.com so www.perfectfence.com and the final comment i'll say is that behavioral issues at multi-cat households are one of the biggest reasons that this product is very becoming very popular sure. because if the cats are able to go outside it's a huge plus and people call this a life-changing experience sure. and i can't tell you how many times i've heard that so exercise fresh air and, and a lot of health benefits to the cats we expect them to live a lot longer and lead healthier lives and we're actually doing a complete health study monitoring the well being of cats to, to prove it what we know in our minds the cats are going to be a lot healthier happier and live longer and fuller lives by you know living their part of their lives at least within the perfect fence enclosure outdoors happy and safe www.perfectfence.com that's p-u-r-r f-e-c-t fence.com remember urls to everything you've heard on today's show at animalradio.com and uh, is there a phone number just in case we're not hooked up to the internet uh, how can we get in touch with you you can call us at uh 888-280-4066. And we'll have that number at the website, animalradio.com. I see your members of the American Humane Association. This is a great product. Check it out. Uh, give a wonderful present to your cat this year. Perfect fence. Al, thank you so much for joining us. Today. My pleasure. That's all we have time for for this hour. I want to thank Mark Marone, who just seems to always have boundless energy. <laughs> Uh, when I talk to him, I always feel like I'm just, I sound like, like I need a cup of coffee or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you need caffeine. Yeah. We'll be live from Quartzsite in two weeks. Woo-hoo. That's on the border of California and Arizona for the RV and Vacation Show. It's our pet and travel special as we broadcast live. We encourage you, if you're uh, one of those people that likes to get out, perhaps take the RV drive to the border of California and Arizona and join us for our live broadcast details at animalradio.com that happens in two weeks the end of uh, January here you can also call us at 1-866-405-8405 remember to spay and neuter never buy from a breeder and if you get a cat don't declaw we'll see you next week for more Animal Radio right here remember in the meantime get it at animalradio.com bye 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 bye